Another hard-hitting investigative conversation today, Shana. We're talking cats. <laughs> and I'm serious. We are talking cats. Uh, why are we talking cats this week? Well, the Troy Police Department recently succeeded in their goal to get a police cat. And how they went about doing this <laughs> is their chief told them if they could get 10,000 followers on Twitter, that their department would get a police cat. And this is something that went on for a couple weeks, and they succeeded in their goal. They are now up to over 11,000 followers on Twitter. And they are now actively looking for the newest uh, member of their team that will be on Paw Patrol. <laughs> so so why Cop Kitty? Well, I think there's a couple different ways of looking at this. One is they they really wanted a feline unit in their department. Um, <laughs> because they already have a canine unit, right? Exactly. They wanted to be fair to all of the uh, animals out there. Makes sense. Uh, but the other big one is this idea of community policing. And in an interview with WXYZ in Detroit, I think um, a member of the Humane Society summed it up best. I think it's a fantastic way for the police department to try and relate to the people that they serve. This is actually a pretty mm -hmm. serious conversation about how police departments and the communities they serve actually relate to each other. Absolutely. And we've been seeing this for a few years now, this sort of shift towards this idea of community policing or this emphasis on community policing. Police departments around the U.S., they want their officers out of their cars. They want them engaging with the community. And so we're seeing this a lot on quite a few different police department uh, Twitter and Instagram accounts where they are posting funny memes and engaging tweets and trying to get more active in the community. But this is something that when, like with all shifts in policies and ways of thinking, there are some people who have some concerns and some thoughts about it. And one of them was uh, mentioned in the Flinttown documentary recently. Sergeant Robert Frost uh, had this to say about, you know, sort of this fork in the road. They don't want tough anymore. Look at what the public's asking for. They don't want the, the hardcore police officers going to show up and handle everything. They want the soft and fluffy guy wearing a purple uniform that's going to come in and give him a hug and tell him everything's going to be okay. Sometimes that's appropriate. Sometimes it's not. Mm. So I think this gets into an even bigger conversation about the idea that not only is there tension here, but that police want the communities that they serve to understand them, right? That mm -hmm. they, And it goes both ways, that police think a lot of people don't understand the dangers that they face every day yeah. and how hard their job is. And of course, people in the community, especially if you're a person of color or someone else who feels like you're not represented the same way everyone else is, that institutions like law enforcement don't understand your life either. So although Cop Kitty sounds a little silly on the surface, <laughs> it's actually part of a really serious conversation we're having right now about trust in, in public institutions and relating to the community at large. Absolutely. They're utilizing the tools that they know a lot of people use. I mean, almost everybody is on Twitter. So many people are on Instagram. And they're saying, you know what, we can use this to show that police are people too and that we don't you don't have to be afraid of us and I think it's it's going to be interesting to see down the road and in the future how they keep utilizing social media and if this becomes a trend that becomes just a regular thing that they do and how that's going to affect the way that people see law enforcement. Well Shana update us when and if they find Cop Kitty in Troy. And you stay away from that catnip. <laughs>